Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and we've got another one of our amazing, exciting thought leader nuggets. Today is Thought Leader Nugget number 64, and it is part of our ongoing series in six steps to grow your coaching and consulting practice. And today we're going into Step number four, which is attract decisive people and avoid dabblers. In the last step, step three, I explained how critical it was to hire a coach, even though his fee was equal to my entire year's income. What he taught me helped me earn 20 times what I paid him in less than six months. I'm not sure everyone who was at that conference with me where I met him that day got the same value as I did. I call those people dabblers. They would never go all in with a decision. Rather than jump into the deep end, they like to dip their toes in from one kiddie pool to the next. And here's the woe of chasing dabblers. If you get nothing else from this step, remember this, you will never, ever make enough money with dabblers. They will demand more of your time and suck your joy. And as a result, you will not have enough time or energy to spend on the people that can scale your business and bring you fulfillment and more on that in just a moment. So who are dabblers? A dabbler is a professional seminar junkie, someone who always takes the next course thinking success is something someone else can do for them. A dabbler is continually looking for answers in a $20 book or the next free event. They dabble in a lot of things, but they aren't decisive and they take forever to move forward. They don't know where they want to go. They don't know how to get there. And they're certainly not willing to pay for someone to show them. Their pain is real and it's massive, but they keep distracting themselves from feeling it with happy talk naive optimism, the hope of the next seminar, some social media, or even Netflix binging. Can you relate at all? Dabblers are the ones that most internet marketers say you want to nurture along because they might, quote unquote, someday be ready to buy. What a crock! Dabblers are never going to be ready to buy your big ticket solution to their major league problem. They're not interested in solving it. They're merely interested in limping along and distracting themselves from the issue. They will drain your energy as you try to chase them down and win them over. If by chance they do buy from you, they're not good for your program. Dabblers are more trouble than they're worth. They won't do the work. They will complain that you didn't get them any results. They will leave you bad reviews. Watch out. For dabblers. Now, who are the people you want to work with? They're the ones on the other side of the client spectrum. They're the ones that you want to work with because they are people who are decisive. You want clients who are clear what their pain is and are ready to confront it and defeat it with your expert help. 
These people are not looking for band-aids. They are looking for solutions. Here's what I know to be true about decisive people. Number one, they understand that the more they have to pay for something, the more valuable it must be. This is very, very powerful. Number two, they know that when they pay for something, it means they're going to value it and put into action what they learn. Here's the truth, guys. Everything, everything you need to know about how to build a million-dollar-a-year practice is in my book, The Thought Leader's Journey, or in Matt Church's book, The Thought Leader Practice. You're going to pay 30 bucks tops for each book, so that's a $60 total investment. But I know that out of the 10,000-plus people that have read those books and done nothing else, i.e. not taking any of our courses, precisely zero have built a million-dollar-a-year practice. Precisely zero. Okay, and number three, decisive people know that an investment in their business is going to have a higher return. They understand investing in themselves. Okay, they are willing to spend $10,000, $20,000, $50,000, or even $100,000 on themselves in their business because they understand that's what it takes to get a return. So I got a question for you. Are your prospects decisive or dabbling? If they're dabbling, could it be that it's because you're dabbling? Because if you want decisive clients, you need to be one too. Like attracts like. If you can't be decisive, you won't attract decisive clients. Me personally, I have a no dabbler rule. The first person who adheres to this rule is me. About what decision are you on the fence right now? What do you have to do to show that you're willing to go all in? So I'm going to tell you the story of Napoleon Hill, the man who is the legendary author of the greatest selling personal development book of all time, Think and Grow Rich. That's, of course excluding the Bible, because that is the greatest selling personal development book of all time. But if you exclude the Bible, this is it. So Napoleon Hill, when he was a cub reporter for a newspaper, was given an assignment by his editor to go interview the man who at the time was the richest man in the world, Andrew Carnegie, the founder of U.S. Steel Corporation. So he went to see the great man in his estate And he spent three hours interviewing him. You know, things went slower back in those days, and they gave people a lot more time. At the end of the interview, Mr. Carnegie said, young Mr. Hill, would you like to spend the weekend with me at my estate? Now, what would you do if the richest man in the world told you, hey, would you like to spend the weekend at my estate? Well, I know what I'd do. I'd say yes. And that's what Mr. Hill did. And so they spent the next three days together, and Carnegie was asking Hill all kinds of questions, and he took a shine to this young man. He said, Mr. Hill, I have a proposition for you. Here's the proposition. How would you like to spend the next 20 years researching and writing about my philosophy of success and bringing it to the world? I will not give you any stipend, but I will give you letters of introduction to the 500 richest and most successful men and women in the United States. What say you? Napoleon Hill took 31 seconds, and this number will be salient in a moment, 
to say, yes, I'll do it. And the rest is history. He, of course, did it. He wrote that phenomenal book. He became the pioneer in the self-help and personal development industry. 20 years later, when he had been well on his way to success, he went to meet with the great man and Andrew Carnegie said, well, you've done well for yourself, but I need you to know that I had given you one minute to make up your mind. I had a stopwatch under the table and I was looking at it. And if you'd taken more than a minute, I was going to withdraw the offer. <gasps> what? Napoleon Hill was flabbergasted. Wow, good thing I made up my mind quickly. And he said, well, sir, why? Why? Just a minute. He said, well, Mr. Hill, you've spent the last 20 years researching my philosophy of success. You know the answer to that. Why did I do it? Napoleon Hill said, you are right, sir. You did it because decisive people are successful people. I'll say it again. Decisive people are successful people. And the most successful people get all the facts and decide quickly. They don't think about it. They don't dabble. They don't say, I'll get back to you. I'll have a seance with my dead ancestors. I'll talk to my dog and then I'll get back to you. I need to think about it. I never decide anything on the, in the spur of the moment. And you know what he said? He said to Napoleon Hill that I had given the same offer I gave you to four of the most eminent educators in the United States before I gave it to you. They all said they'll think about it and none of them jumped on the opportunity. Two of them never got back to me. One of them got back to me two weeks later, which was later than the week that he said he needed and the other one got back to me a month later. So what's the moral of the story? Be decisive, don't be a dabbler. Work with decisive people, don't work with dabblers. Screw the dabblers. Get rid of them, kick them to the curb, and never be one yourself. Okay. And that wraps up another super exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about the six steps to growing your coaching and consulting practice, go to eastcircleacademy.com, download the copy of the free report on which today's episode is based Read it and apply it. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eastcircleacademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. 